Let me readjust my seat. Oh, baby, let me just readjust my seat a little. It's <laughs> like, that's us rednecks. It's like, oh, let me get right on it. Oh, baby, I need my seat readjusted. <laughs> Looking at podcasts with Michael Macarola. Is that two? Did I say that too fast? No, that was good. My name is Ben uh, ben- Benjamin. What's your last name? Uh, Lou. Ben Lou is. Ben Lou is. That's L E W I S, not L O U I S. Please get it right. Oh yeah, does anyone make make that mistake? I had uh, <laughs> a phone call with a doctor's office that le- legitimately said. Um, Okay, yeah, yeah you, we're good for that. Can I just, uh, can you just give me your uh, last name? Like, yes, it's, uh, or, yeah, he's like, can you get, can you give me your name? Like, Benjamin Lewis, like, okay, and your last name? It's like, Lewis, like, no, your last name. Yeah, Lewis, L-E-W-I-S. They had no concept of the fact that your last name was They didn't know it existed. First name. They didn't know that Lewis yeah. can be a, a, a nice last name. Certain other friends in the, in our friend group from back home have that same problem. But with what? With like having a last name as a first name, but like a yeah, last but name that Lewis could be a first common. name. Lewis is very common. Yeah, it is. But also, I there's plenty of people who name Lewis with their first name. Yeah, you know, I mean, not a lot of people's last names are Macarola. It's like it's. Too... I know my cousin's name is Macarola. Really? Yes. I'd love to Macarola Davis. I'd love to meet them because I, you know, it's not a very common name. I know. I, I would think. love you. I would think it's not very common, but I you imagine guys, like maybe I go to Italy one time. You guys and can uh, everywhere. You can marry, and then uh, Macarola, Macarola. Yeah, that'd she, be she'll bitch. take your name. That'd be a bitch to name, dude. At that, I mean, it took me until I was. Or it could years be a old. hyphen, Macriola, Macriola Davis. <laughs> Wouldn't it be? I guess yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, I think it would be the other way around. Macriola Davis, Macriola. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I, uh, I think I might hyphen when I get married. Really? What makes you say that? Or take my wife's last name if it's cooler than mine. Um, because if, if my so, you're banking a, on your wife having a cooler last name. Yeah, I mean, if it's a shitty last name, but I really love her and I want to marry her, then I will, you know, keep my name. But I'm also kind of cool with like the concept of keeping. Like, why not? Okay, of like both parties keeping their last name and not changing it. But like, then what you what do you do with the kids? That's my only thing with like, as long as you're not gonna have kids, it's not a problem. Unless you both come up with an agreement that are like, okay, if our if our last name is Lewis and our last name is Johnson, you know, uh, one of them's gonna be the kid's last name and the other one's not. Yeah, I mean... You can't flip-flop, though. That'd be funny. If you're like, I'm Alex Johnson, and this is my brother, (laughs) fucking Lewis, and this is blah, 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 blah. So it's funny that you say that. How often often do you think some, like, uh, because it's just how society is built off marriage is that it's the the woman takes the guy's last name. How how many people do you think the guy takes her last name? I don't think it's very common. Do you think it's a thing? I think it's more common for the woman not to take the man's last name when they get married, if they developed a career where their name is important, 
Like if there's an actor, like for instance, you've been watching Critical Role, Laura Bailey, that's her first, that's her original last name. Yeah. But she's married to Travis Willingham. Yeah. And so she kept Laura Bailey as her legal name because she's a professional actress and she needed her name. It's the same thing with like Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Yeah. Right. Basically any, almost, almost any celebrity. Yeah. Justin Bieber, Haley Baldwin. I think she might've gotten it hyphened. I'm not exactly sure, but they still talk to her as Haley Baldwin. Right. Yeah. They refer to her as Haley Baldwin, even though it might, and sometimes Haley Bieber, but yeah, I just like, I, I mean, I hope that I'm eventually like recognized by my name. Not in, not in to any degree that like an actor would be, but you know, by making stuff and within it your, out there. Uh, within your, your cubby, you know, yeah, your yeah. design within cubby, my little... within your kindergarten designed cubby. Right. I have like of, 15 of the people world. who follow me. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, I mean, a cubby of the world could be a, I'll you be, know, yeah. you know, pretty, pretty substantial, pretty substantial, but you know, yeah. a cubby nonetheless. But if I was a, I was, if I was a woman and I had that same kind of deal and I, you know, had a career and I was known for my name, I wouldn't change my name. If you're just like, work, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't get it. I get, the, I, I only get it because of kids, because kids need a last name and like whose last name you're gonna take. Yeah. And then you have to pick, and it's like it's kind of nice that it's just picked for you, but why not the woman's last name? In if the woman has, I think you just go by coolness, whatever name is cooler. Like if you, I just think that's the way to go, man. Well. Also, spellability. I couldn't spell my last name until I was like fifteen. I mean, that's yeah, a, that's a lot. That's and I think I'm one of the only few people in the friend group that can spell your last name. Probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't even know how that came about. How I'm like the only. I th- oh, your ne- your Netflix. <laughs> yeah, that's how it came about. Yeah, because you stole I need my your, Netflix. I needed your email, so yeah. I, and then at one point I just memorized what your last name is. Yep. Uh, makes, um, makes a lot of sense. It's not hard once you figure it out, but. Yeah, no, it's not. It's just. Uh, it is pretty phonetic. You could probably tell, with the exception of the double C. The double C is the basically it, yeah. but everything else is easy. Yeah. Um, but that's the one thing I was gonna bring up too when it comes down to now that we're on marriage. Um, was that actually something you were gonna talk about? No, it's not. Hell. Okay. But just coming off my dome brain. Mm. Um, clink clink. Don't mistake that from dumb brain because I do have both, but I meant dome brain. You put on his dome brain today. Um. So. How odd is it to you? Because mm-hmm. it's pretty odd to me still that marriage is nearly entirely, entirely based off of religion. Yeah, I narrowly. Mean, y- yeah, because it is. You're, you're. It's obviously for a uh, pol- uh, not political, uh, like a citizen status or how how would you put that like because it's also put into like you know well there's a civil there's a difference i guess between civil unions and um where like you are married by law you are connected by law yeah and you have all the benefits of being married under that country's law and the religious idea of marriage where your souls are basically tied together technically for in most cases it's both i mean law is always part of it right yeah. And almost every other way, it's religion. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a growing population of people who just view it as like a secular, where it's like, okay, the ceremony is about pro- is, it, is about a promise or a commitment to somebody, 
in a public place. And that's nice. And, and that's, that's amazing and, and, and lovely. And that should be celebrated and stuff like that. And there's certain people who still hold on to like the religious aspect of marriage where it's much more literal and it's like, see like a divorce and a person who just has a civil union with someone is like breaking a promise yeah. or something like that. But to a religious person, especially in my, you know, how I grew up with Catholicism and stuff, your souls are connected under God by chains by like by like you know, just <laughs> <laughs> like under you made it you made a vow by God and God combined you two and if you the the Catholic Church to this day does not it's not that they, they don't support divorce they don't believe it's possible yeah yeah like that you're not you know that you can disconnect from mm -hmm. each other obviously that's not true and it's just like okay you know, unhealthy. I just think it's wild that like, you know, yes, there's such thing as just an ordained minister who, you know, right. just conducts the, uh, the marriage, mm. but like, it's usually also, I don't know what it is in a Christian faith. What is it? A, who, who, who? Sacrament or no, no, the person, a like, priest. Is it a priest that usually does it? I'm not sure. Yeah. It's a priest. So yeah. usually a priest, you have I mean, a priest, you very have rabbis that do it. I don't think you can do it as a deacon or anything under that. And I don't think you can, I don't think you would get a bishop or a cardinal. Uh -huh. So it's, or Monsignor, I guess you could get a Monsignor. I just wasn't sure what the technical <laughs> term for a Christian faith of someone conducting it would be. Yeah. But you, you obviously, you have all like those systems of, of the ones that do it. Like it's mm. almost brings up the, the, the question of like, uh, you know, uh, religion and state, you know, like how, right. how laws and how the government is so, and the justice system is so closely related to religion as well. I mean, yeah. literally being yeah. sworn in a to Bible. a court has in the words, like on a Bible, yeah, on a Bible, yeah, like whatever. It's just, that's it's just, just crazy. That's just because, you know, like, it, when the constitution was written and they were like, yeah, we have freedom of religion. You could do what you want. They were really talking about <laughs> the different sects of you Christianity. Could, yeah. You could do whatever because, you want. You're being Catholic, <laughs> Christian, right? Catholic, Christian, Protestant, all these other things. And it's like, they were looking at Europe at the time, which had all these divisive, like different sects of, uh, Christianity. But for the most part in Europe, which they were basing themselves off of, it was just Christianity and Judaism. Mm -hmm. There was like just two, like really, you know, because just by the nature of like how the world was connected, you didn't have that much Eastern philosophies intertwined, you know, where you had Buddhism and Taoism and all these other things and Islam, Buddhism. Buddhism? Yeah. That's a Buddhism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. You know, so that nice. That's Buddhism. awful. I'm sorry. All, to all, to all yeah, like them fat Buddhists. Oh, Jesus Christ. Those Buddhists. That's awful. <laughs> I'm all, I'm sorry to all Buddhists, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like Islam, you know, didn't have too much of a presence with the exception of like the Ottoman empire. So it's like, you know, everything, everyone was Christian. And at that time too, like you could, it's pretty like well known at this point that the founding fathers were not, um, Christian, let's say mm -hmm. they believed in kind of a. I forget the, I, I don't know the exact name. I think it was like specifically Taoism. I, I could be know. wrong, but it's like they believed in a God and they believed that 
you know, that God was interventionist to a certain point, but they weren't, you know, like the classic idea that a Christian God would be or whatever. And, um, so like they read it in, they wrote it in, but it, it wasn't surprising to have everyone be Christian in mm-hmm. it. How At that it, time, especially. it's just a holdover from a time when literally everyone was Christian. Yeah. And now that we live in a time where like 30% of people are Christian or 50 or I don't America's different. Mm-hmm. I was looking at this actually recently because I research this stuff all the time. And I think in the world population, Christians are like 30 to 33%. Okay. America, I don't know the specifics, but I would it's imagine it's like 50 to 60. Yeah, it's probably a lot. And like the, I mean, the fastest growing religion is agnosticism and atheism, mm-hmm. like our, our lack of religion. And I think that it's just a weird holdover to be like, yeah, we swear on a Bible and we do well, all this other stuff. I'm sure it's been brought up, like, literally, I'm sure it's been brought up legally in cases where people have been trying to push to, like, separate from mm-hmm. that. And I, I don't know enough about it to uh, kind of give, like, actual formal reasons right. behind it, aside from the fact that I think it's a little nuts yeah. that something that involves, like, I don't know. Let's say you're talking about a, a a a theft or something that was taken to court, some like you know petty theft or whatever. Like, it, you're all being sworn in to a court with with the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like that has nothing to do. Like, and it's like you know you know what or someone's getting sworn in to uh, to uh, to testify yeah. like to tell the truth and all this shit. Okay, yeah, tell the truth, whatever. You're in a court. That's the whole purpose. Right. What does that have to do with right. God? Are it, you going to be it, smitten if you, like... It's, the, it's against the law to lie as a court witness. Yeah. But for some reason, they still they feel add, like they, they have, have to, to justify yeah, they gotta it. They got to add that extra, like... They have to put the fear also, of God in them. not only is it against the law, but if you lie, God hates you. <laughs> right, yeah. It's like, like... It's like, you'll go to jail, but that's not that bad because, you know... <laughs> and you'll be lying to God. <laughs> and I'm not saying they need to replace it with like an all-encompassed sort of thing. I just think it would need. I think they just, do. I honestly I think it think... to be taken out. I think there is no. I right. think if you want to swear in by you know the same thing, put your book, your hand on the book or whatever. Let it be a book of fucking laws or a book yeah. about the 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 legal system or something like that. I don't know, but mm-hmm. like. It just feels so have the option. Like if you identify as a Christian, like let's say let's for instance, let's take it out of the court and let's talk about like the presidential swearing in ceremony mm-hmm. where they have to put put their hand in the Bible, that's how they're sworn in. Like it's 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 like so deeply rooted to the point where like the only way we can get a president is if someone puts their hand on a Bible. So if we take that away or we make it the person's choice to do that which would, if they didn't do it, it would be met with a lot of backlash because I don't know. Oh, What is it? I just wanted to bring this up because it was very curious uh, to me uh, and so that we weren't doing like that crazy of a misinformation. Mm-hmm. There actually have been four presidents that have not been sworn in on a Bible. Wow. Okay. Um, Did they list them so we can get the Christian evangelicals to, I don't know, attack their personal biographies or something? <laughs> something crazy yeah let me see real quick uh, 
Yeah. Theodore Roosevelt. Oh, fuck yeah, Teddy. Come on, man. That No wonder he's my favorite. John Quincy Adams. Okay. Uh, Lyndon B. Johnson. Really? Well, his so, kind of pick, though. <laughs> so the, the, Theodore Roosevelt did not use a Bible when taking the oath, nor did John Quincy Adams, who swore... Here we go! Bam, I'm actually very proud of myself. Who swore on a book of law. Good for him. That's what it should be universally. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't just have some sort of assumption... You're saying, uh, these are the laws that I'm following... Mm-hmm. And I swear I will uphold to yeah. those laws. And be- because even even though they obviously didn't swear it on a Bible, mm-hmm. uh, and they did it on these other things, uh, it still doesn't solve the issue of by default it's a Bible. Yeah, like it's yeah, like I know maybe we can't say that they're being forced to you do have that to request, yeah. But you, it's like under an assumption that you like that you're going to be doing it on the Bible, unless you state otherwise. It should yeah. not be like that. I feel like my stupid atheist brain would be like, "Okay, I'm swearing on a Bible, therefore I should lie." <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, not that I would like. That's really stupid to say, but it's like I have freedom to lie because I swore to something I don't believe in, so I could just be like, "Ha <laughs> yeah, I'm already breaking the rules." <laughs> so stupid, but that's just like my idiotic. Like, obviously, I've never been to court. I don't for anything, but oh, it's not fun. I know it's not, probably not fun at all. It's not fun, <laughs> but yeah, I. First off, I I think this is the first time I've publicly stated that I'm. You know, we've talked about this. I don't have we talked about religion at all on the podcast? Not too much. Not too much. I think it's come up in passing. It's I think good. I made a brief comment to ask if anyone knows how to ex- be excommunicated. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. done a lot of research into that. Actually, you can't officially be. You can only be officially excommunicated if you're like if you, taken out. If they they want you gone. If they want you gone, or if you make it enough of a, if you're annoying enough, An- make to it make enough of a problem it. for them. Right. It's literally. It's a whole process. I, I, I don't know. I just don't agree with like, I don't want to go too deep into it, I guess, but I, don't, I just don't agree with baptism. At, I don't know anything about ba- it. Baptizing children. I don't know anything about it. Like, for, correct me if I'm wrong, but please correct me if I'm wrong. But like in Judaism, the first like sacrament or commitment you make to your religion is your bat mitzvah, right? Or is there something else before that? Um, uh, I'm not exactly sure what, um, because again, I'm, I'm Jewish, but I'm very, uh, non-practicing. Mm-hmm. So like, I'll, I'll do the major holidays. I go to like yeshiva or not yeshiva. Uh, that's a fucking Jewish high school. <laughs> I, I go to, um, uh, ver- various services that are, are important for like a death of a family member yeah. or cause each year, there's one service dedicated to that. I don't know if it's a month or that week or whatever of who passed away that time period, however many years ago. And it's every year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like there are certain things like that. I've been to that because my mom's family's mm-hmm. Jewish. Yeah. It's it's like um the the uh, Yitzer's Sounds prayer. Yitzer prayer or something. I, I mm-hmm. forget the exact name. Um, but also... I don't know if this isn't necessarily the same status of a uh, 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 baptism. Bap- baptism, but uh, technically the first religious thing I think is the bris. 
Yeah, I guess that makes the br- sense. The bris is the first, and but it, I don't think I don't <laughs> know how much of that is like you know blessing the bait. <laughs> I'm sure it has some effect. I it just does, don't exactly. Yeah, it, it does. I as much as I would like with baptism, my argument is, I don't think I think it's problematic to force kids to be baptized because you're entering them into a society that and a culture that they didn't choose to be in. And I know parents who baptize their kids probably feel like they're doing the right thing. But I think it should be other tra- other Christian traditions follow it. And what I'm about to say is that it should be the choice of a person who wants to join this organization. Okay. And so so baptism is like you're you're inducting into the religion. You yeah. Know? Like you I mean, I don't know if you've like heard of like you know, like people going into after when like a, a lake or something when they're or like just being dipped into water when they're older. older yeah, no, I, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, and you take even when like like I've heard of also of it with like converting. You know, when yeah, you convert, when yeah. when you convert, you get baptized. Yeah, no, I, I've heard of it in various ways. Yeah, take your first communion and then you get confirmed, and confirmed is basically like you're officially in. There's you know you're done with the you know warm up process of being a Catholic, or that's at least my experience um i just think that that should be a choice for the parents or or not not a choice for parents exactly the opposite it should be a choice for the kids when they get older to join an organization Mm -hmm. and they when you grow up in it you don't feel like you're joining an organization or that it's an actual organization at all it's just what you do yeah to your kid but it's like then when you get older and you're confirmed and you've gone to CCD and all this other crap, which is, you know, whatever, it's fine to educate your kids on, like, the religion that you believe in and stuff. But it's, like, fucked up in my opinion to say to those kids, you can't leave if you want to. Is that taught? That's not taught specifically, but in my research... In being an atheist for nearly eight years, six years, 16, I don't know, six years. Six years. Yeah, I've I've considered myself an atheist for six years and um, roughly five to six. Uh, Six six years, yeah. Yeah. Um, And like I, the only way to leave officially without, and because like I can say on the census when it comes around, when the U.S. does a census that I'm an atheist or I'm unaffiliated with the church, Mm -hmm. my personal beliefs and all that stuff. But if the church gets polled, they'll count me in. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to be counted in. Okay. And I know that's just like a personal, like, no, no, I see you. (laughs) But like, there's, there's there, there is, it's the similar problem was with the Bible is like, they're just going to assume that you're just with it. Exactly. And it's like, it's treated as if it's like, you know, that's, I I just don't like that. That's okay. Yeah. That, you know, the church claims that it has like one point, whatever billion people Mm -hmm. worshiping it. When in reality, they probably have when the majority of those people are probably just baptized as children. And then it's written in a document and then added to the tally Mm -hmm. of converted souls. And then they move on. (laughs) Your soul is now saved. Thank you. Move on to the next baby. Exactly. Thank you. You're good to go. And, you know, I, there's a lot more problematic s- groups <laughs> of people who, whatever. Uh, but um, there's a lot more things to worry about in religion than that problem. Yeah, yeah. That's just my personal, like, 
kind of fuck you moment because but I, it's also your own experience so that's that's, right. that's something to keep in mind is that it's not like yeah obviously there are other yeah problems in it but th- this is a personal experience that is like yeah bringing up that problem and i don't want to like go into this topic too specifically because it is a sensitive situation and i say situation very specifically and, and you know about it but i yes. don't want to say it on the podcast but like i really can't go through with the process that i just described for personal reasons yeah no i know and yeah it bugs me that I can't do it. It's like if I if I had the option to do you it, you wouldn't care at all. I wouldn't give a shit. Yeah, but the fact, that, the fact I, that you can't, do <laughs> I know. Then, now you the fact what? that I can't, it's so fucking yeah. No, I get you. And I'm sure that's not interesting to anyone who doesn't know me specifically and knows what I'm talking about. But I just had to say it. Certain to you. circumstances that just don't allow it. That's all you. Yeah. So. I don't know how we got so deep on the podcast about religion, which I'm surprised this is the first time we brought up religion. Yeah, because it's such it's, a big part of my personal story. I'm, I'm maybe in you, but I'm not that surprised because I honestly, personally, probably wouldn't really, unless it's with a part of a Jew joke or something. Right. <laughs> I probably personally wouldn't bring it up because, like, although I'm not atheist, mm. I don't, I don't have that strong connection to religion. Yeah, and. I I don't know, like, it may sound, sound bad, but, like, I kind of just affiliate with it because that's what I have grew up with, but I also yeah. don't have that... It, I, I, I believe in... I, it's weird because I'm a very factual person. I like to believe in what I've seen and what I know and what is tangible yeah. um, or has evidence. And with something like religion, you know, uh, there obviously is no evidence of a lot of it right like and, a belief in god is not you know i i personally am not convinced by the current evidence but it's not at all impossible for a god to exist yeah but there's plenty of teachings and beliefs that are in the popular religious circles that mm-hmm. are totally implausible and are just believed because they are traditions passed down from generation to generation or whatever and something i like about mine more less about uh, I try to stray a little bit away from God because whenever I'm asked about that, I just never really have a good answer. I like to say, yes, I believe in some sort of higher power, but I'm not really sure what that might be or what it is. Right. And even that is kind of a thin line for me. Yeah. Um, what I mainly believe in is the teachings at my specific temple. Um, I hated Hebrew school, hated going through the whole process of like, you know, because my services are way different than I'm assuming a lot of other people's. It's like a three-hour Saturday mm-hmm. morning. It's like a two-hour Friday night. Like, so, none of these services are short. Okay, so that's a lot compared to other... I, I have I have other friends, other Jewish friends, that have services that are a half hour or wow. 40 minutes. Are you a specific... I have... And, and this and also specific, goes to Christianity, too. I know a lot of oh, Christian, Christian friends that are yeah. very short services. Yeah, church is an hour. That's about it. Yeah, no. Ours is like... It can go three, three and a half on a Saturday. Unless you and, go on retreat, baby. Oh, my God. If it's... <laughs> Do you if, remember when I would go on those retreats? Yeah, yeah. Weekends ago? Yeah. If it was a holiday, it can go into four or five. Sometimes yeah. you get a break midday, come back in the afternoon. Yeah. You, uh, uh, Hasidic Jews, forget it. It's all day. Right. All day. Yeah, I, I mean, I... But um, I didn't really have too many f- people I talked to, but I was living in a Hasidic Jew community for mm-hmm. four years. It's yeah, and I kind of uh, kind of saw. You from should a watch Unorthodox. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, uh, Unorthodox is a very like you personally will. Al- although it's about Judaism and not Christianity, you will 
definitely cool. It's a it's crazy. It's yeah. really crazy. I'll tell you about it a little bit later because it's honestly something that I don't really want to go into because I think everyone should watch that themselves if they want to watch it. Okay. Um. But uh, what I was saying is like the teachings of it is when it comes to those stories, those very fabled stories. Like again, I'm not going to remember the actual names of the people, whatever. But that story of the guy being swallowed by the giant fish. Um. Uh. Whatever. Abraham. No, not Abraham. No. It's, um, fuck. I know it's in Christianity too. I just, yeah, don't. no, I know. Um, but I forget, dude. Regardless of what it is, yeah, it's my current rabbi is not the rabbi I grew up with. He's a new one ever since I've, uh, you know, not been going to, mm -hmm. uh, temple. the temple. Um, but he is, he's a much younger guy. And even my older one, he, he would also agree with this statement, but it's less about, factual right the factualness of the stories and more about what it teaches the he, he claims and 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 says and i'm sure may, many people have different feelings about this but and i choose to believe his because i like it a lot more is these aren't things that like literally happened these are overemphasized stories to get a point across about being a good person yeah they're metaphors to teach you about morals that exactly the church or the te or the temple wants you to take home with you to mm -hmm. fulfill your life so like very very mythical right things that happen in these stories like the burning bush mm -hmm. uh all, all these things when studying them and going deeper with them have you get this takeaway and the takeaway is what you're supposed to be uh, like right. attached to not necessarily how oh there was a literal burning bush that was not dying and was just a flame like yeah it's more about what that's supposed to tell a person and how to act and how to behave as a human yeah. being and i know a lot of people who are religious and they defend the stories um and and i'm i don't know any atheist or agnostic who attacks the stories of religion uh or specific faith who no one's attacking that idea no. that these are moral teachings and that they should be taught as stories and, and they should be seen as them to you know follow you know at least to learn from the experiences of these characters and things like that the problem that i find is that they are often taken literally <laughs> and yeah. you know there, people try to find evidence for certain things that just don't make sense. And it's like, okay, well, you know, where's the line of, you know, truth versus fiction versus, you know, uh, nonfiction versus fiction. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, I, I think Christians have a harder time doing that than, than what I found researching Judaism, yeah. it, where Judaism is, it's much easier for in my, for what I've seen for Jews to be like, oh, this is a wonderful story that teaches us something about life. Mm-hmm. And humanity or our relationship to a higher power. Um, but like Christians are a lot, it's a lot easier for them to be like, it's exactly true. This is what happened. I was there. How, exactly. <laughs> it's My like, great, 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 great ancestors yeah. were all there. <laughs> yes. It's ridiculous. It's like, and then they, you have to defend that. And it's like, but here's the historical evidence for all those things. And nothing stands up. And it's like, mm. okay. And I, I will say, like, what got me out of religion, 
primarily was the fact that it was a, and it was the morals that I didn't agree with that I didn't want to hold on to. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you remember me back in the day. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I would was, go to your youth group stuff. Yeah, you would. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> occasionally would bring, I would be I'd the only you. Jew there. <laughs> and I, yeah, <laughs> and like I loved it there, but you know, and I'm, this is not an attack on them or religious people no, in no, any way. Yeah. Youth but group it, was probably like the least religious aspect of right. of, of your religion because they actually thought yeah about yeah. what the book was telling you to do and you know instead of just say okay cool this is how I'm supposed to be able to live my life mm-hmm. you know but if you actually think about it and you try to take this story and put it into the modern morals and you know how we've evolved since then it's like some things need to leave you know like the the Bible justified slavery for hundreds of years Mm -hmm. that was taken away because obviously that's awful yeah (laughs) but and something to keep in mind about the bible anything the torah all all religious books and and writing Mm -hmm. it's all one giant fucking game of telephone Right. It's all people passing this story down to this person who wrote it this one then they gave it to this one over Fucking how many goddamn years? The Bible years? was written like 300 years after the events of when Jesus would have been alive. Over yeah. that many fucking years, and you're telling me this game of telephone didn't have any fucking screw-ups or overemphasizing or, or shit? Like, to bring it back to last episode, how things turn fantastical when you remember them from a long time ago. Yeah. Like when I was talking about my story about like going to the creek and how like fantastical and wonderful it felt and how certain elements can be taken and completely blown out of proportion when in reality it was just a small little event with the snake or with the crawfish or whatever it may be. And like, if you take that and you do the same thing over hundreds of years, not 20 years. Are you kidding me? We couldn't get in a circle with eight fucking people and repeat the same fucking sentence. Yeah. It's just, that's where it drops me. And it's like, because I, I fall in line with the whole scientist argument where it's like, we will all you have is theories and known facts Mm -hmm. and you can theorize and try to predict what's going to happen and but you should only accept what we currently know as as fact and if those facts change because new evidence is found then that's great you replace the old information with the new information but the problem with like most religious circles is that they just say you know what fuck it we it. know exactly what is happening when you die. We know exactly what God thinks, what he wants from us. We know that he's a man <laughs> with a big beard or whatever it may be in your in like a specific culture. And it's like, no, you don't know that. Yeah. Where's your proof? Where do you know that? Is it the book that people wrote that you say was inspired by a specific deity? Mm-hmm. It's like... Some I, fucker could have looked at that and be like, no, nah, this isn't quite impactful enough. Let right. me fucking exactly. uh, just nudge this a little exactly. bit. <laughs> and it's like, but that, you know, to someone who believes that, it's insulting to say that because they believe that it was written by God specifically. Yeah. I'm talking specifically for the Bible, but like. No, yeah, yeah. It was written from God through people. And if you say that, then you can't insult their work because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, how dare you are Which insulting God. Which also has its own problems because I get if you have strong feelings towards something, but just because someone thinks something differently, like what, you got to get all pissed off about that? Fuck him. Like, right, like literally if someone. human history. Yeah, <laughs> like if you're like, oh, you don't believe that this was written by God himself? Well, I mean, I, I do. 
Thanks. Yeah, I do. And yeah. then that's it. And you move on with your life. You don't have to right. make a fucking giant deal out of it. Yeah, I, but, you know, and we're very fortunate to live in a time where we can say that and not be burned to the stake. Exactly. And, you know, and that's why I have no fear. Tortured forever. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm not bashing anyone. I want you to believe whatever you want to believe. You can do right. whatever. I'm just telling my personal uh, experience that's, and reference from that. That's the same thing to, like, bring it back to theories and stuff. It is great for a billion people to have different theories about what if there's a god if there isn't a god if there is one what are they like and what do they want from us and all this other stuff it's amazing to think about that like the study of religion theology and is culturally extremely important even as and that's an atheist saying that mm -hmm. and it's like but you can't but you have to approach it the same way that you approach science because there's no other way to approach anything in life, I think. And that just is my opinion. But I think it, you know, goes beyond just merely opinion. I think it's like, okay, let's accept the facts that we know and think about. It's wonderful to theorize. It's like yeah. fantastic. But, you know, I accept that my theories aren't factually true just because I thought of them or because I believe hard enough in them, you know? And I don't really, and I don't approve of people who just say, you know what, I believe it. This is my, I have faith in something. Therefore, it's true. Yeah. It's like it, and they say like, oh, it's true for me. It's like, no, there's no such thing. Yeah. <laughs> there's well, just. I believe it, so. Right. It's just like, there's no such, yeah, it's just ridiculous. I don't know. And this is, I'm being very honest on this podcast. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, I apologize well, if I hurt your feelings. We, we apologize for any feelings hurt, but uh, who gives a fuck because uh, personal thoughts. Right. These are our personal thoughts. You have your own. Yeah. You could, you could very tell cool. me your whole shit and I'll be like, that's great, man. And I I'd love, love to hear it. Like, I honestly. Getting that extra perspective is what it's all about. I, and I've been through the fucking journey of it. I mean, I, you know, I went to youth group for multiple years. I was like asked to Did you be go to CCD. I had, yeah, of course I went to CCD. I don't know. Hey, man, I don't know. I went to CCD since I was in, like, the first grade. Yeah, I, I went to, to Hebrew school since I was in first up, grade. <laughs> same deal. Yeah, it was, like, first grade up to the end of middle school. And then after that. Oh, mine went longer. After that in high school, I went to a youth group, youth which group, was, yeah. you know, on my own choice. Um, and, you know, I went to, you know, retreats, and I went to talks that were not meant for people in my age group because I wanted to like really be there and I asked specific permission to go and I was asked by the priest at the time who is now a monsignor which is like a higher up person now yeah to become a priest like he he asked, he had like a really long sit down and he's like I think you'd be great to become a priest really oh I think I remember I'm sure this. you remember yeah, yeah I remember this yeah yeah he yeah. asked me do I want to become a priest and you know where to, what I wanted to do with my life and all this other stuff. And I ended up saying no, but I didn't like leave the church outright. Mm -hmm. But then I, you know, over time I had my own personal struggles with, yeah, you know, belief. And <laughs> the, I started to develop this opinion or I started to discover a more scientific view mm -hmm. to approach what I believed. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I started to find people. YouTube is kind of the reason I'm a <laughs> But it exposed me to... It ex and I think that that's the reason why, you know, unaffiliated, you know, belief systems with, like, standard traditional religions is starting to 
really boom because everyone's exposed to all the other religious traditions. Mm -hmm. And they say, why do these contradict each other? But they all think that they're universal, right? Like how could, how can they make sense of that aspect? It was like, okay, if this is the one true thing, how can you have another thing say, this is the one true thing. Yeah. Yeah. Then you start to realize it's like, okay, they're all trying to do the same thing. They're all, that's the big thing. They're all theories for the same questions. Yeah. And it's like, great. That's awesome. Cool. They're, you're all trying to figure it out. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. The problems arise when people say you have to believe in mine because, or else you'll because yours is wrong. Or else, <laughs> not only because yours is wrong, but you'll be tortured for all of yeah. eternity if you don't believe what I believe in. That's where I draw the line. And but. Uh, fuck, I dude, I hate how much I actually have another thing to say on this because I kind of want. I, I think we should get into another. And because we have two other things that we have to go through, <laughs> let's do a third podcast in the same day. No, <laughs> um, let me just say one thing that uh, I deeply believe this, whether or not you you do, that religion was probably heavily formed due to the fear of death. A hundred percent. That was for sure just what the, the whole conception of religion is revolving around because it's literally all about like. Some of it, like, obviously, it's evolved along the way, and, you know, a lot of it's just being a good person and doing right and yeah. all this stuff. But in other aspects, like, like yes, there, there's that. I'm not saying that's separate or whatever. But combined with that, there's also the added, you have to do good in order to be in a better place. Yeah. Like, it's, like, like literally, like... It's you, a game. You, exactly. Like, you need to be this way or yeah. else you will not go... To but, the place that you want to go. And I've been thinking, I've been reading a lot of uh, mythology books and stuff. I just finished Stephen Fry's Mythos, which if you haven't read it, it's fantastic. I will read it. Uh, I can lend it to you. Please. And if any of the listeners are interested in, in Greek mythology, it's it's fantastic. And okay. Stephen Fry's a godsend, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love him. Uh, but he talks a lot about, obviously because it's a Greek mythology book, he, he goes into the realm of Hades and Hades himself and... And also, I'm a big fan of Norse mythology, which is heavily, if not it completely, inspired my D and D game. Yeah, and um, and the Egyptian belief systems and stuff, like, and all these early religious systems and pantheons and poly polytheistic systems, they believe that there was an underworld where you went when you died, but it was one singular place, and if you were a good person. Then you lived a very happy, luxurious life, and you could do what you want. Mm-hmm. And if you were a bad person, then you were tortured by whatever was there, or you suffered the degree that that deity thought you deserved based on what you did in life. Okay, like if you were a mass murderer, then you obviously suffered for a lot. But if you were just kind of a dick and you, you know, just quite an asshole to people, then you wouldn't like suffer that much. You would suffer this much. <laughs> and it it's be like an increments based off of how shitty of a person you are. Right, and it's like. It would, but it was one place. Okay, it was the that's, under, that's really interesting. It was the underworld where you went when you died, and there was no difference between heaven and hell, and you were either eternally okay or eternally damned. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and there's a lot of stories that people like just kind of having kind of a second eternal life in this place, and they could alter where they were, <laughs> mm-hmm. depending on where they were, you know. But with I think what monotheism did specifically the Abrahamic God, uh, 
it introduced this idea of eternal punishment that I think scared people it, it straight. It was to incite fear. It was to incite fear and to scare people straight into not breaking the law. Yeah. And the problem is that people who didn't, there could be laws that were written after the fact, like you can't be gay or you can't eat seafood <laughs> or mm-hmm. you can't do this, this and this, uh, just because whoever's in power at the time didn't like that. Uh, they could tell their subjects that if they did the, if they broke the rules, they were going to be suffered forever. So they just kind of eradicated any kind of rebellion or any kind of moral gray, which actually is how the world works, mm-hmm. which I think the ancient religions understood because Zeus is a terrible guy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like the gods reflected did a lot of selfish shit. <laughs> the gods reflected who we were in a much more literal... They were much more personified, right. much right. more characteristic to a regular person. A, a, a person that, that is... That just had fucking powers. Much more powerful, and maybe something to strive towards, that maybe some specific gods were something to strive towards. But they they embodied certain... As, they embodied kind of elemental aspects of who we are and the human experience. Like, Ares is not a good thing to have in the world, but rage and, you know, just war like disgusting bloody battles existed in mm-hmm. ancient world so obviously there would be a god that would represent that it sucks that it exists but it does exist yeah you know so it's like i think that i'm not saying i believe in any of that as it, literally but i think that is a much healthier outlook on life that was destroyed by a very black and white idea of what the world was yeah, yeah. to be. It had a lot more gradients of black and white right. in, in all in the middle. But it's much easier to Well, that's uh, what I'm saying. It had all the people. It had all the gradients of gray mm-hmm. all through a spectrum. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um so uh in a very seamless transition out <laughs> of this shit. Out of religion. I thank you for listening. And if you have you know, I, I hope we didn't offend you in any way. If we if we did, I'm sure we will talk about it next time if we did. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I will not because... I at least would like to have an I open wanna, conversation if uh, someone did have any qualms with what we were saying. If someone would ever want to speak to us, I'm open because I like hearing other perspectives. Uh, I will never apologize for our thoughts or for... Yeah, I'm not, I'm, that's not what I'm saying. No, but I know. If, like, like, if you're getting hurt by something that we said that we've already prefaced as an opinion, you know, right? Yeah. That's that's on you. Move on, because I you you hit the nail on the head. Um, Guild Wars Two. Oh my God, fuck this! Let's talk about this bullshit, Mike. Please go into it for me, because you are the one that informed me about this and did upset you, in my day. Did you um listen to my message? And I know I listened to it like at, when I sent that text to you. I had I didn't get the message until I sent it, and I listened to it, and then you sent the text back. Did you hear the ang? How I, I literally almost started crying. I was at work and I almost fucking killed someone. I, okay, so for context, we talked about this on the podcast a couple times. We've been playing this game Guild Wars Two, and not frequently, but we've been playing it enough that it was a lot of fun and like a good thing to do. Together. Something to always hop back to. You yeah, know? exactly. Home base for a very long time, for like literally half a decade, if not longer. Oh yeah, and uh, <laughs> and. The seamless transition is that I probably got into Guild Wars 2 like right around the time that I probably stopped being religious. So. Full circle. Full circle, guys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, for like six years we had this game that we really loved and I still love it and I fucking can't. For some reason, they are no longer supporting Mac. It literally says ex- exactly here, 
ArenaNet, which is who makes Guild Wars 2, has confirmed that it will no longer support the Mac version of Guild Wars 2. The Mac OS version of the MMO will be discontinued starting February 18th. So already already gone. Right, yeah, it's already gone. And like, I tried to log on a couple times before I actually read the message that it was discontinued. I was like, why is the play button This is gone? my right password! See, like, this is the thing. Like, I, I loaded up the game... I, it updated, and then the bar. I, I logged in like I you would normally log in. I wonder if the if it didn't update, if it would still work. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, I don't know. Not. But there was a bar that, after it was downloaded, was full, and it's like, okay, this is what it normally looks like when you lo- load up the game. It's like it loads up like a load up bar, and then it finishes, and then you can hit play. The problem was that the play button was removed <laughs> from Damn. from the yeah, dude. From the actual like they did us dirty. game launcher, so like you can open up the game, but you can't play it. I was legit. Mike tells me this while I'm at work. Yeah, I get home, and even though having wait, let me let me read this conversation that we had. But even after having this conversation, yeah, with Mike, I still go home in denial to try and log in. Yeah, I would too. And and was at the verge of tears, as you said. I was, dude. And because you know how much I can't money, not money, but like how much time I put into that game, and dude. Like how much of an important like, you were so close to the mount, Ben. <laughs> so in order to get this one mount in the game, a Griffin mount, which is the first flying mount that they made, I I had all the mounts that were accessible to me, but I had to save up two hundred and fifty in-game currency, which is expensive. It takes forever. It's a lot of fucking money, and it took me years to do and also simultaneously like make full fleshed characters and stuff and pay for all that stuff but i didn't want to spend a dime of real life money on the game that i didn't like buy the game and buy the expansions like i wanted i didn't want to buy my way to getting it mm-hmm. i want to find avenues to make money in He's the, the game. all natural all natural mate uh and i i you know i had all these avenues to make money in it and i was selling items and i was feeling like really good i got to 240 six gold out of 250 gold to get the griffin mount and then they crashed the game on me it's stupid fuckers mike sends me this four gold away ben. mike sends me this fucking voicemail are you gonna play it? oh i have the voice i haven't played it i haven't played it i'm gonna play the voicemail for you guys because oh, jesus i was freaking out i don't know what i did i was freaking out I, i'm actually scared you're gonna have some tragic news to share I uh, I tried to get on to Guild Wars 2 today, and I was uh, greeted with a prompt that said that they no longer are supported by the Mac. I always say, and I just, I have to say that this is really a tragedy. I can't even play my game. I was literally, Ben, I just have to say this, I was literally at 245 Listen gold. 45 gold, I was off. Listen to the tears. I was out of 250 gold. Quivering lips. That was necessary to get the Griffin mount. I literally just repeated myself. I, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm filled with uh, strife. Uh, and I just I felt like it needed to be expressed. I uh, I don't have a PC to play Guild Wars. Uh, <laughs> Nor do I. And I, I see, I'm very saddened by this. I'm, I'm honestly getting kind of emotional and kind of sad. I just wanted to fly around on my Griffin to feel the pleasure of that experience. But now I can't. So I'm pissed off. <laughs> I'm fucking mad. 
All right, goodbye. <laughs> That's him choking back tears. At the that end. literally at the end, I was like, I was, I was so, like, if I keep talking, I was on the, I was as I was talking, I was like, if I continue to talk, I'm actually gonna burst into tears. The messages that ensued after that was, I am so upset. That's yeah. Mike. I reply, oh my god, I just listened to the message. It actually came in right as I sent the last text. I am in turmoil. I am upset. This is an outrage. Please hold me and tell me SourceFed will <laughs> SourceFed will be coming back and and that I can play Guild Wars two on my on my Mac again. Those are the two uh, entertainment tragedies of my life. Yes. SourceFed ending in this game. <laughs> I can't, Ben. I am in a lot of pain myself, but I don't know how to play my game, which I play anymore. I dude, I'm fucking. You know, see the thing is like I have my old PC which I built in high school, and like it was a good PC, but at this point based on the current specs that you need to play a game, it's a dinosaur. Yeah. Like, any Anything could play it. Any, I mean, like... On low settings? On low, I, I could break it out, right? And I could, I can continue, I could continue to play. I don't know. Do you have your old, you have your old computer. It does not that, work. It doesn't work. Yeah, it's I mean, like... fucking I, giant paperweight. Yeah, I mean, mine's on its way. It's probably, like, two years away from being completely obsolete to the point of not even being able to do web searches. But it's like... I could do that, right? I could open up the game again on that old PC, but I don't have the way I set up my room. I don't have the infrastructure to do it. I would have to like find a different desk or something or completely move all my crap just to play Guild Wars. And it's like, I like, I didn't look into the research of like actually what happened and like why it discontinued itself, but too much. And I don't know if you want to look it up now, but, um, it just made no fucking sense. It's like, what? I, I have it right here. Okay, read it, man. The reason being that Apple's lack of support for the OpenGL graphics technology starting in 2018. OpenGL is a technology that Guild Wars 2 uses in order to run on Mac. Apple's lack of continued support and the likely complete abandonment of it in the future means ArenaNet is taking on a lot of extra work just in order to keep it running on Mac. So that's why. So really, it's Mac's fault. Of course, it's fucking Apple's of course. fault. Of course, it's fucking Apple's fault. Apple, I going back to Android. Suck you my goddamn fucking cock. assholes. If it wasn't for my fucking video editing. <sighs> um, I love the MacBook, but God fucking damn it! You guys got it. Just it doesn't like. Here's the deal. Like I get it. Like reading that shouldn't be the ones to like have to do this to like upkeep, you know, the game running, but. It's just so bizarre that I can't play a game on a laptop that I played the game on for, like, literally four years. Mm -hmm. Like, I haven't played Guild Wars on that on my main computer for, like, what, two years, three years? But I had my MacBook, and I played it on that forever. And it's just so bizarre that it's like, okay, this one game that I was completely accessible on it is no longer available because what? a company said, no, what, we're not going to do it anymore. And they're not the only game, too. Very few games are playable yeah. on mac and like some of them like only like recent like cs i don't know how recently but cs only recently i want to say has been available on mac because before i'd always played that on my pc yeah so like it's just shit like that it just doesn't make any sense on apple's part to not like yeah. it's a huge market oh, that yeah. they're just avoiding Mac, like just just gaming in general, like the fact that gaming, computer gaming, is it's like the biggest thing though is that no matter what, it's not going to hurt their 
their sales. I people, know. you ha- you have video editors, you have creative people that are all going to buy their shit. You have, but not even that though. It's you like have people every that, single fucking person. Well, that's what I'm saying. You have computer. people that don't know much about computers that just go to Macs because they have better protect, like better off the like right out of the gate. Uh, yeah. uh, protection from from viruses. There are seamless designs. They're 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 basically like nearly monopolizing the fucking system of 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 everyday laptops. My parents just got a MacBook Air. Yeah, like they they had no other interest of any other uh like PC yeah, product or laptop. They were like, no nope, Mac. You know, it's got good protection. Uh, I know. You know, it works. We've been using our Mac for however many years. We're good now. I know. So like, I hate it. The other thing is that uh, with what ArenaNet said is that they don't have enough people playing on Mac devices for to the, for them to be worth it to like put in the extra work to. Yeah, do that, I'm which not is, mad at ArenaNet. No, at I'm not that because makes sense. it makes sense. I mean, I'm sure the majority of people that play it play it on a PC. We're just in a shitty situation that don't have we have only MacBooks. Yeah, and, you know exactly. So it, it sucks. I would like to. I want to play again. That's what sucks. But I'm also. At a time in my life where I'm trying to be more productive and I'm yeah. coming up with more so, solutions to, so it's not. The and then worst. by the time when we get new PCs, we'll be right back. Right, it's not. By the time I, you know, get a job and make some money, I'll build a PC again, and that'd be nice. All right, guys, we're uh, we're gonna go a little bit over. We got a game. Yes, we got a game. All right, and look I've been. Us, look at us sneak out. I don't know. This is like people who are listening to this are probably listening like two weeks from now. Yeah, if not longer. Yeah, but. It'll be, this is recorded a little bit early. But that's fine. And so uh, we're playing a game. Uh, I had no name for it, so I just called it Candle Smell Smell Game. Candle Smell Smell Game. Candle Smell Smell Game. Did you make this? All right. Did you make that song? I did. God damn it, man. Made, That's I, the cutest goddamn shit I've ever seen in my life. Thank you. I, I'm What's use, this button do? Uh, that's a quiz timer button. <laughs> that's I can play that for when you're trying to guess. So. Oh, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> I don't have to, but uh, I don't no. even know how long that lasts for. How long is this? I don't know. Is that too loud, dude? No, no, it's fine. Um, do I have to close my eyes, man? I feel like the color of the candle might be... My, um, no, I actually covered up the name of it Okay, right there. So, Or at least for most of them. Just avoid touching the bottom because I, I took the sticker off the bottom and it's like really sticky on the bottom for some of them. Is that why your hands were yeah, so that sticky? That's why my hands are sticky. Yeah, I came into his so, house today and he said, my hands are sticky. I can't greet you. And then he <laughs> went and washed his hands. <laughs> um, so just, the object of the game just a is... I bought five uh, mini candles. I know we talked about this before in yeah. the previous one, but Probably. just to reiterate, uh, and they all, I tried finding the the strangest or the most uh, weird name, like the, the odd names that you wouldn't typically think a candle would be named, kind of like uh, Crayola crayons. Okay. Um, and Mike will smell it and try to guess what he thinks it is. Okay. So Mike, here's your I'm first I'm bad can- at guessing games, so if I go too long, just tell me. Just uh, for the sake of the podcast. Uh, I'll, I'll keep an eye on it. Okay. But Mike, here's your first candle. I'll give you a nice good smell. You can hold on to that. Okay. Fresh laundry. Fresh laundry. Cotton yeah. sweater. Okay. All right. I'll give you one more guess there. 
Um, clean sheets. <laughs> okay. All right. Are you going to tell me after? What the fuck is going <laughs> Okay, I'm going to take that. <laughs> um, Turn off. What's wrong with your sound? Okay, I okay, got it. It's I gone. got it. It's I don't know. The beep sounds are gone. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Um, so my guess for this one would have been Island Breeze, just based off of what I'm. Yeah. I'm getting. Yeah. It seemed like a fresh smell, like a clean smell. This name is Moonlight Cove. Moonlight Cove. Sounds like a you know I did fucking can. Okay, so the I just went off smell, right? I didn't yeah. factor in the fact that it was blue. Um, yeah, you know, color might be a factor. I, in this. I, I don't know. That? I honestly don't know. In the names, in the name of the game, like, do you want me to consider some of the colors? It's all up to you how okay. you guess them. Because let me see what this. Also, one is. can I take some home with me? Because I need some new candles. If you like any of them, yeah. I can. I'll, you have five. I've. You can take whatever you can want. Can I take two? Yeah. Okay. Um. Thank so you. long as you like them. I don't know. I don't want you to take anything you don't like. You. So I'm just gonna actually peel this one just to see what this one is, so I know. Okay. I'm closing my eyes. And you know what? I'm going to say, you know, keeping an eye on the color of it might actually help you. Okay. This is a white candle. The yeah. last one was like a deep blue, like a blue raspberry blue. It was like an ocean blue. Blue raspberry blue. Okay. And here is your next candle. I've smelled the smell before. I have. I've smelled it. I'll give you one hint. It was very close to some of the guesses you had in the last one. Fresh laundry. New sweater. Cotton sweater. Mike, I'm going to give this one to you. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I'm going to give it to you because you were so goddamn close. What is it? You said cotton sweater? Yeah. It is clean cotton. Clean cotton. Dude. I knew it. My mom's used that one before. I knew that one. I, I remember looking at my, my, my one of my I mom's was, candles. When you said cotton, whatever. Oh, yeah. dude. I remember looking at one of my mom's candles when I was growing up, and I was like, what is... That's a weird scent to capture. Oh, this is, Can the, I do a this is the really sticky one. Yeah, go ahead. Get a, get a cleanse going. <laughs> <laughs> get it on my nose. Okay. Um, okay, this one. Let me get ready real quick. Let me get ready. I, I, I really like the name of this one because it I'm absolutely, a, I don't know what the fuck it's supposed to mean by that. Okay, so I'm not going to get it, but we'll see. I, I don't think too much into it, but I just want to get a smell myself. Okay. Okay. And Michael? Don't stick it too much because it's going to be too small too much like you. No, it will not. I smell like fresh uh, uh, daffodils. Here is your next candle. Candle number three. This is a, um, kind of a a creamy blue um almost a translucent blue this is the color of the uh crystal that i my fantasy crystal in okay. my in my D D game yeah yeah i'm imaging it right now this is my grandma's house nice orb. oh yeah she has this candle in her bathroom okay okay <laughs> she does though actually i remember the smell I can't think of anything besides grandma's house. <laughs> grandma's house? Is grandma's, that your guess? Grandma's seal. Okay. Uh, laundry room. That's it. That's my guess. Laundry room. Laundry room? Oh, fuck. I'm like ripping this thing. 
Okay. This one is called Life's a Breeze. Life's a Breeze. Yeah. Some of these are phrases, bitch. Some of those are Some phrases. of them come back at you Some with phrases. Some of those are phrases. All right. Damn. I'm 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 already I'm just impressed at the one. Thanks, man. And Thank I know you. you're gonna get one of the other ones. Thank you. Okay. So this one, let's see what this is. It's a heavy sniffed podcast. Wow. Um I didn't even realize this one buying these, but a lot of these are very uh similar. Uh I don't want to say similar. They're very different smelling. Yeah. Um very uh season oriented. Yeah. Like winter? That is a season. So, Michael? Spring's coming. It's number four on my list. Here is your fourth candle. Okay. This is a black candle, by the way. It's uh, not black. It's not black? It's purple, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That's black, man. Get a fucking light on that. That's goddamn <laughs> purple. I can tell you right now. That's black. That's not purple. Oh, that, that is black. My eyes deceive me. <laughs> Axe body spray. Okay. I don't think that would um, berries. be copyrighted. Berries. Berries. Uh, deodorant. Fresh deodorant. Chads in their infancy. Deep seasons. <laughs> One more guess. Um, winter breeze. Okay. I see cold, your cold winter night. Mike, you had the wrong season. It's not winter? But you had night. Right. Okay. It's called Midsummer's Night. Midsummer's Night. Yeah. Gonna do some drugs and kill people. Midsummer. Midsummer. Did you actually watch that? No, but. How do you know the. I know of it. You know the fucking. That's part of it, though. Yeah, I know the plot. That's not. Okay. Wow. Is that not the. Is that. Is that not like common knowledge that they um, kill people? No, but they do drugs. <laughs> well, I know they did drugs. Well, okay. I mean, I don't know what's I, in the trailer. I, I know why because of reasons I can't say on the podcast. <laughs> people telling me things oh. because of <laughs> whatever. Okay. This one I forgot to cover up. I only didn't cover it up because I know you're going to get it. Okay. That's not true because um, I'm feeling wonky right now. I'm seeing things inside my head so, because of all these smells combining right now. Um, this one. Okay. This is a really ASMR podcast. I didn't realize how ASMR we, we get. Right at the end. Am I too close? No, I think you're great. I love, it right, close, I love it right there. Um, so this one, I know you're going to get it, but it's a specific type of this thing. I don't All right. No, Ben. I don't know. You have too much. So confidence. if you can get it, exa- I'll give you a point no matter what. But if you can get this exact, oh, that'll be two points right there. Okay. So Mike, I already have one point. It's also kind of a joke. I hope you don't hate me. Please love me. Let Here me. is your fifth and final candle. Okay. It's brown. Oh, fuck <laughs> you! That is disgusting. <laughs> I don't want that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a chocolate candle. Okay. But Fun fact, I don't like chocolate. I don't specific. like the, the taste of cocoa is disgusting to me and revolting. So specifically is- the smell. That reminded me of the torture I went through at Hershey Park when I went to the chocolate ride. <laughs> My parents wanted to go through it. Is it specific? Is it like funk cho- like fu- funky choke? <laughs> funky no. chocolate time. It's brownie it's batter. It's a dessert. Brownie batter. 
It's chocolate lava cake. Chocolate lava cake. Okay, that makes sense. Which, from my experience of chocolate lava cakes, which I know you wouldn't really know. Yeah. It's weird. It's really weird, but this does smell more so, like, less than chocolate and, like, literally like a chocolate lava cake. Yeah, it, has, like, it was an immediate thing. I knew it. I, I, I'm sorry I just snapped next to the microphone. That's not good. It, did, it didn't come up that loud. I'm sure it came up. Um, so, yeah, that, <laughs> I saw that one. And I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah, that's, a mis- that's, a hor- that's horrible. I so, Mike, I three did, points. You did pretty fucking good. I think I did okay. That's pretty good. We should do this um, again. It's, I, how much do you spend on these candles? Do you mind asking? Do you mind saying like that? two bucks? Two bucks on all five? No, like two bucks each. Okay, so five, ten bucks for these candles. It's not bad. That's not bad. And no, I'll use, and we'll use most them. of them except for the chocolate one because I, although I do like the scent of it, I don't know how I'd like that burning. I don't know if I'd like that. What I found is that cuddles, cuddles. <laughs> <laughs> I like me some cuddles. What I found is that cuddles get subtle as <laughs> cuddles you get like subtle. <laughs> Uh, but the ca- <laughs> yeah, candles get more subtle when you light them and they dissipate throughout the room and stuff. Because I had a holiday punch candle that my parents had, and I wanted one because I do a lot of work with um, these coffee-stained paintings and stuff like that. And if you want to view these coffee-stained paintings, go to mrtothumbs.com and click the left icon, which is paintings. Please look at them. Uh, I like them a lot. They're awesome. Thanks, man. I, I do, I, I've done this series of coffee-stained paintings for about like three years now, and um, they're they're fun to make, and I love them. Like They're really cool creatively, but they make the room smell heavenly. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> Just like because it's like, okay, still cold coffee Mm -hmm. just like drying itself so it evaporates into the air because it has to dry yeah and then it fills the whole room i remember when mendez came over for D &D one night he had to like come upstairs to borrow some brushes and he walked into my room he's like oh how much coffee do you drink a day and do you like soak all of your clothes in it <laughs> because it's you just, just get for... your laundry basket full of coffee and just soak yeah. everything in it so i've been needing candles because i've been working on like two new ones two new paintings and which will be on my instagram and my website when you see them when they're done i can't wait uh th- some of them might actually be up by now because we're recording this a little bit in advance but uh keep an eye out for those uh but yeah, they make the room smell like coffee, and it's really bad. So I have to use candles, and I used the holiday punch one, and it it burnt nice, but I didn't like the initial smell. But I needed a candle, and that was the only one yeah. I could get. So, yeah, I will. I, I thank you in advance for when I steal two of these. Because, Go ahead, yeah. because I have I have extra jars Ooh. to burn them in. Ooh, and so it'd well, be Mike, nice to get some things. I I love that. I hope you guys enjoyed that game. Um, I think that's a good game to, if we know a guest is coming on, Yeah, for two people to compete I, in points. I want to like do it whether with... Whether I... Yeah, yeah, whether yeah. Whether you're doing it and, and, like, the guest or whatever. I want to do it with other things, too. Yeah. Because candles, although there's, a, I'm sure, fucking many of them, mm-hmm. it's, it is a little limiting, you know? I think it was a fun... Candles are known... For having weird names too. Yeah, so I want to find something else that has like very odd names because I mean, obviously the simple one would be like crayon colors. Yeah, but I've seen that around. Exactly. So I wanted to come up with something a little different. Um, Candles are fun though. It, I like yeah, it. I will say I have a raging headache right now because of smoking. You were just like inhaling. I, mean, I was kind of doing a bit by smelling so close to the mic, <laughs> but I was really. It was bad. almost as bad as the raid. Oh, it's worse. I mean, Raid's worse. Raid's literally poison. This is just perfume. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um. All right. I, well, I'm down. 
Yeah, dude. I think we'll come up with a few extra things for that. Well, you guys, um, you know, as the as the vaccines being rolled out, hopefully uh, successfully, you know, more and more people are going to be uh, hooking up again and making out, making love, all that crap. And you know what that comes with? Wearing condoms because that's like the good thing to do because you don't want to have yeah, unexpected from STDs, STIs, yeah, pregnancies, yeah. other things. All okay, things. I love you. Be safe. Guys. Cuddles Be get safe. subtle, baby. Cuddles get subtle. <laughs>